0: I'm Daria Rose, and this is The Foodist Podcast, where real people use real food to get healthy and lose weight without dieting. Hello, foodists. I'm Daria Rose, and you're listening to The Foodist Podcast. Today, I'm talking to Shelby, who is struggling with overeating. Uh, This happens at a very particular time for her. Uh, She's a very busy student. She always has a ton of work to do. She... Works really hard. She takes really good care of herself most of the time, eats very healthy. But at night, when she's alone and she should be studying, she finds that after or during dinner, she'll start eating and she'll start watching TV. And it's really difficult for her to stop eating. And she keeps eating until she feels sick. And we we discuss what's going on here. She's very self-aware and thinks that it might be something emotional, but can't quite put her finger on what, and after a, a bit of a conversation, we realized that she has a lot of anxiety um, about not doing stuff. <laughs> but the problem is, it's because she's so busy and so productive and such a such a high achiever and has such a high bar for herself. The problem is that because she takes no downtime like at all for herself, that her her brain is coming up with a very clever way to force herself to, which is overeating until she's so sick that she can't do anything else. Um, This is really common and this is a really tricky problem to unravel because it requires quite a bit of self-awareness. And, and you, you know, when you listen to this episode, you can hear it in Shelby's voice. She's, she's nervous about this because she doesn't know how to relax. And the, the entire idea of doing nothing and taking downtime for herself and having it not be more productive or bettering herself in some way freaks her out, understandably. And like, you know, I think a lot of us have this tendency. I have this tendency for sure. So I can definitely relate to where she's coming from. So I walk her through how to go about dealing with this sort of issue. I mean, it, to be very, to be perfectly clear, like this, this is not going to be solved by this one for her, for the, by this one podcast, but I just want to give all of you um, a sense of, the, of the, the type of problem that can come up when you push yourself all the time and it's difficult for you to let go of that. It can sometimes backfire and undermine your health style. So uh, listen to Shelby's story and you know, I give her some advice uh, to move forward, and um, let me know what you think. Because I, I and if you if you have been able to successfully overcome something like that, I'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments over at Summer Tomato. So, thank you and enjoy. Hey, Shelby, welcome to the show. Hi, Daria. Why don't you tell me a bit about what's going on? Um,
1: so I came on the show because I struggle a lot with overeating. Um, It's mostly when I'm like at home alone. It doesn't, I eat fine all day. Like I eat pretty clean all day long. And then when I get home, it's usually either in front of the TV or when I'm studying. And I'm not sure if I'm just using it as a distraction. I feel like there's more to it than that, but I just don't stop eating. And I keep eating until I'm like uncomfortable Like I almost feel like I'm not satisfied unless I'm like at the point of like exploding. So I'm just, I'm overeating and I'm not sure why I just keep eating when I am full already.
0: And how often does this happen?
1: I want to say like a couple times a week, but it depends on the week because it's only really when I'm alone. I don't like if my boyfriend's over for the night, then I don't. And if I'm with friends, well, that's not too often, but my boyfriend stays over a lot. And so I don't usually do it when he's here. It's mostly just when I'm alone. I want to say like a couple times a week.
0: Okay. So it sounds like you have a little bit of an idea of something that's going on. Like, why don't you, why don't you give me your best reasoning of what do you think is going on like psychologically or sort of emotionally or something like that?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I've been trying to figure it out because I've been doing lots of research trying to, because everyone says like it comes down to some emotion that you're hiding from But I don't really know. All I can really think of is that like I'm trying to avoid something like it's when I'm like studying that I'm like, oh, well, I'll just eat more food instead of actually focusing on studying or um, I don't know what it is. It's something about being in front of the TV. And I'm not sure if it's because maybe I always did that as a kid. Like growing up, we always like ate dinner in front of the TV and we always had like chips and pop and it was always just sitting around the TV eating Um, And I always remember my mom being like, hey, you've had enough, you've had enough. And I was very rebellious as a a kid. So I don't know if it's maybe my way of like rebelling, even though no one's even around. Um, Just my way of like, I'm living at home alone, so I can do what I want. No one's watching over me. That's kind of where I've gotten with it.
0: (laughs) That's pretty insightful. Does it ring true for you? Yeah, I think I
1: want to like, I'm always trying to find a way to rebel, but it's just weird because who am I even rebelling against? No one,
0: yourself. Yeah, <laughs>
1: which makes no sense.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it can make sense, right? Because sometimes we have obligations that we know we should do, like studying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but you don't actually want to do
1: it. Well, I guess not. But I want—I do want to do it because I want to get a good mark, and like I know I need to do it. But yeah, I guess. it's But something you don't like
0: intrinsically do. enjoy. Studying no. or, or do you? Sometimes I mean some people do.
1: No, I don't.
0: <laughs> so that, you know, that that's definitely something that can, can be a cause of something like this. Cause, you know, we like we can use certain comforting activities to avoid and and it could just be it doesn't need to be like some traumatic experience as a child. You can just be avoiding something that's like not fun or uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, that's true. But it's like the TV too. I don't know. I just like I make dinner for myself. If I make dinner for myself, then I feel like, oh, I got to eat in front of the TV, even though I've done all this research on mindful eating and I should just sit down at the table and eat it. But I'm like, no, that's boring. And so I watch a TV episode, but then the TV episode ends up being like an hour long and I just keep eating the whole time, even though I finish my dinner within 10 minutes.
0: Got it. Got it. So you're you like sit down as if you're having a normal meal and then you just stay there and keep eating Mm -hmm. in front of the television. Yeah. And what's your goal before all this starts? Is your goal to just sit down, eat dinner for 10 minutes and then go study? Or are you you planning to watch the show and then study after? Yeah.
1: Sometimes I'm planning to finish the show and then go study after. And, And that's not happening? No, usually I just like eat so much. Well, if it happens, I eat so much and then I feel sick and then I don't want to get up and study because I'm like uncomfortable.
0: Right, I was going to ask. So do you end up not
1: studying at all? Uh, a lot of the time, yes. Unless it's like a test is due tomorrow or an assignment's due tomorrow, then I will force myself. Or I will just go to bed super early because I feel so sick and then get up at like four in the morning.
0: And what uh, what does it feel like, like when you are sitting there like are you thinking oh, gosh it's happening again or do you even or do you like not think about it and just like shove food in your mouth like how do, what does it feel like as an experience to to do this
1: well at the beginning it's like i'm just eating but then once i get to the point where i'm like really full and i keep eating then i'm just like yeah then i start to like question myself and be like why do you need to eat it and i'm like but it's good and so i don't know what it is but i just I keep eating food even though I'm already full. And that's when I start to like, yeah, battle with myself in my mind being like, why are you doing this? But I do it anyways. I see.
0: I'm curious. Do you have any history with dieting or food restriction?
1: Yeah, I do. I um, have dieted a lot, but I haven't dieted. Well, the last thing I did would I would say want to be like three months ago. I have trying to give up. The dieting thing. I don't think I will ever do another diet, but I have done a lot in the past, yes. Your book really helped me see to not diet so much.
0: When did you read the book? Like a
1: year ago. But I've still tried like intermittent fasting since then and I've tried a couple things since then.
0: Okay. And and when did you start dieting? Um, I wanna
1: say like grade twelve, so maybe like six years ago.
0: Okay, so you're a teenager and Why did you decide to start dieting?
1: Uh, I just have always been like overweight. I've always been really unhappy with my body. And so I thought that was a way of maybe getting skinnier. I think skinny was always the goal in my mind. It's not anymore, but for a really long time, it's like, it always seemed like unachievable too. I almost think like part of it is that I'm like self-sabotaging myself because I don't actually believe that I can reach my goals.
0: And you're also sort of rebelling against dieting too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because it's not like I restricted myself really all day. Like I ate good food, but and it was healthy food, but I enjoyed it. I ate things that I wanted to eat. No one told me what to eat.
0: Right. So you – and you would say you mostly eat healthy until these episodes? Yeah. Yeah, I would say so for sure. Based on like stuff you've read on Foodist and stuff like that, like real food and –
1: Yeah, yeah. I've just done a lot of research on food and like, yeah, a lot of vegetables, a lot of salads, eggs. Sometimes Um, I try to avoid meat. Uh, I just eat very little meat. So whole foods.
0: Got it. Got it. And you don't eat and you don't feel super hungry when you sit down for dinner. I mean, I mean, you don't feel like do you feel like just like normal hungry or do you feel like ravenously hungry?
1: Sometimes very hungry. And so I feel like maybe that's when it's worse. Yeah. It's like I'm come home and I'm just starving. And so I feel like even though I feel full after my meal, because it doesn't take long to feel full, but then I'm feel not satisfied.
0: Yeah. So it, I mean, there's a so hunger's a factor. Um and, and that that's always gonna be a factor. Like it's always gonna be harder to control your eating especially if you have a history with re- with restricted eating because your humans, b- human brains have a natural tendency. Like, it, it's hard. Once you've learned to restrict, it's hard to be natural about the way you approach food. Mm-hmm. you sort of trained yourself to not be natural in the way you approach food. And, and it takes a lot of untraining. Um, we well, can't even do You can't even untrain. You sort of have to relearn how to be eat, eat normally. And when... And that's always going to be hardest when you're already very hungry. Yeah. Right. Because your willpower is depleted and you're tired and you don't have the resources or the energy to, um, you know, you don't, you're not, you're not in your finest form when you're starving. (laughs) Yeah. So that's one potential place to consider, you know, having maybe a slightly larger lunch or snack before dinner. Mm-hmm. but I have a feeling that's not going to really help you that much. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Cause usually like my lunch and stuff, I do eat till I'm full. Like I've been trying to be more mindful. And so, and I mean, you're carrying it around to school and stuff. So you only can eat what you have, but um, I usually pack enough that I do feel full. I don't know though. I feel like I get full really quick. Like I've heard different things about like eating every three hours and stuff, but I feel like that does work best for me because And maybe I'm eating too fast, but I get full really quick. But then like two hours later, I'm hungry again. And I don't know if it's what I'm eating, if I'm not eating enough protein or something. And just because I'm eating vegetables and fruit or, but I feel like I do need to eat a lot during the day. Okay. Um,
0: But in the evening, like it kind of doesn't matter. Like it's not about you not being full.
1: No, definitely
0: not. And it's, and it's, and it's, you're triggered in particular by these, Moments of solitude in front of the television.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it happens when my boyfriend's around too, uh, but he usually like says stop eating. And then I feel kind of like shameful around it. But um, it's usually when I'm alone that it gets really out of hand.
0: I have a question: Is it always when you're like supposed to be doing something else, or do you, do you ever like plan for doing this?
1: No, I definitely don't plan it. But I feel like I put a lot of pressure on myself that I always am supposed to be doing something else. Interesting. There's always studying that can be done. There's always like messages that can be answered or I don't know. There's just always something I could do the dishes or I could work out or I could, I don't know. (laughs) I don't really give myself relaxed time, I guess.
0: I was just going to ask, do you feel like you ever give yourself any downtime or relaxed time? I, I do
1: it, but I don't really plan it. And then sometimes I feel guilty because that's usually when I
0: overeat
1: or I just feel like so lazy.
0: This is interesting. So people need downtime. Yeah. Um. I, I I. don't know anybody who, who is an adult who doesn't feel like they always should sort of be doing more. Mm-hmm. Can you relate to that? Yeah. <laughs> you're a student. I, I take it. You said yeah. since you're studying. Yeah.
1: I just started school again in September.
0: Okay. So, y- yes, on the one hand, like there's always work to do. But on the other hand, you can't do your best work when you are depleted. Yeah.
1: Even like I do, like I meditate a lot and I exercise a lot. And so I try to say that that's like my me time. But then I still think I'm just, that's still feeling kind of productive. I think maybe I need to schedule some time that's not productive, not doing anything. Maybe that's
0: part of the problem. I think we're getting somewhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now that I'm saying it, I think so too.
0: Yeah, I mean, this, I like, I can hear it in your voice. It sounds like you're do, you're, you're like taking time to yourself that you need. You feel super guilty for it, and and eating while you're doing it kind of makes it feel like you're still doing something. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because you know it's food everybody Mm -hmm. has to eat dinner and, but like, you don't want to stop. You don't want to let go. You want to go back. You don't want to go back to studying. You want like some time off. And so, you know, you can just stay with the food and put it off until you feel so sick. You can't do it anyway. Yeah.
1: That sounds like pretty much what happens. I guess I even like thinking right now in my mind about scheduling in time that I do nothing I almost feel guilty even still doing
0: that. It gives you anxiety to think about doing that? Yeah, because it's just like,
1: oh, you're going to schedule in to watch an hour and a half of TV when you have so much to do.
0: When you, when you feel that anxiety, like wh- where do you feel it in your body? I don't
1: know. I'm kind of like butterflies in my tummy.
0: It's like in your chest and stomach, abdomen area? Yeah. Do me a favor. Did you feel it right now when you were talking about that? Yeah, a little bit, for sure. Do me a favor and close your eyes and take a deep breath into that area where the butterflies are. And exhale and just kind of let that tension go. <sighs> yeah. Just like sit there for a minute. And and it's important to acknowledge that, that this anxiety exists in you. And also that it's totally normal that we all sort of have this like pushing feeling especially with like email and uh, instant message and text like we're constantly being pushed to make us feel like we should be doing something right now that's productive and that is like a a sort of myth and lie that our society has made us all subconsciously believe and we all feel guilty and anxious about it all all the time but it's not healthy
1: yeah no i i'm happy you made me do that because like i've been reading lots and it's just like just feel your emotions. You have to feel your emotions, but I'm like, I don't know what emotion I have. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be feeling. And even if I like stop,
0: it's interesting that you said you don't know what you're supposed to be feeling. Cause like there, you don't get to choose. Yeah, that's true. So instead of trying to control that feeling and making it go away by keeping yourself busy, just acknowledge it and use it maybe as a sign that you need some time off every once in a while.
1: Yeah. I think I use kind of like spending time with my boyfriend as time off, too, because I'm like, well, if I'm with him, he's not going to want me to be doing anything else. And so I try to hang out with him all the time, almost as another way of like giving myself time off and avoiding what I'm supposed to be doing. Maybe I just need to get better at like scheduling my me time and time blocking.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a pretty good idea. Can you think of something? Um, my 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 worry about this is um, I don't want it to just be a justification for you to sit in front of the TV and eat, overeat, and feel feel uncomfortable and sick. Um, so I worry that the that the TV, especially in the living room where there's food area or what, whatever mm-hmm. that environment is, I'm I'm a little worried that that might be a trigger. Anyway, does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it does just being home alone is a trigger for me sometimes.
0: (laughs) Okay, so just being home alone. Yeah.
1: Not always, but sometimes, yes. Not in the morning. Not in the morning. Mm -hmm. In the morning, I'm always good.
0: But in these moments because you feel like you need to be doing something and you really don't want to be.
1: Yeah, I guess so, yeah.
0: Is there anything that you can think of that would be something you could do that would make it like – I don't know. What what, what do you think? Do you think that if you gave yourself permission to just sit and watch TV, do you think you would have to eat?
1: Maybe not. I think I would have to have at least one snack. I'm not saying that maybe I would have to keep eating the whole time. Mm -hmm. But there's something about sitting in front of the TV that I have to be eating something. I don't know. I think I need to maybe not watch TV (laughs) and start reading like books and drinking tea. (laughs)
0: does that sound good to you or does that sound like a diversion
1: it does sound good um but it sometimes sounds like work reading is work sometimes when Mm -hmm. you're just exhausted
0: tv is not work Mm -hmm. that's a good um observation yeah
1: i sometimes i i always feel like i'm trying to better myself and so the books that i get are always like personal development books and maybe that's not something <laughs> that makes me that excited
0: to read. Either. You're exactly like me. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Um, you know what I do? I actually, I have my, I'm obsessed with self-help help development books and science books and all sorts of geeky books. And I have set up a system where I, I listen to those on audio while I'm either at the gym or walking my dog or doing dishes or something else that like, is sort of a chore Not that the gym is a chore for me, but at least it's like, I, I, I do it while I'm doing other productive things, but in the evening I read like fiction, like I read literature and I read science fiction and like once a week I watch TV because my husband makes me, (laughs) but, um, but, but, um, and part of the reason I do that is I feel the same way. Like I don't want to read self-help books at night. I don't want to think anymore. Yeah. My my brain is tired. It needs some downtime, but I love sci-fi.
1: Yeah. And lots of the self help books too. Like if you're tired, like they're usually asking you to do something. Like um, like yeah, you do have to think and sometimes work through a little process and write something down or meditate on something for a minute and
0: Yeah, exactly. Not
1: what you have the time for. I like the idea of doing audiobooks. I actually your book I listen to as an audiobook and I do listen to audiobooks. Um sometimes it's just more accessible to get a paper book though. Oh totally. I actually Go through audiobooks way faster, because i uh, I walk a lot. and yeah. so, but mostly, I've just been doing podcasts because they're free. <laughs> but I do like that idea. I think I maybe, yeah, some books that I think I want to like limit, like with my boyfriend, like you said, your husband makes you watch TV. I feel like that's what I do with my boyfriend a lot is TV.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so maybe just having my TV time only when I'm with him.
0: That's not a bad idea. Does that sound doable? Does that sound realistic? Yeah, it does. So it's not something you're dying to watch by yourself? No, not really.
1: It's more just me like being lazy and avoiding doing anything.
0: Okay. I'm glad we're clear on what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I would, I would uh, caution you though is using the word lazy. Yeah.
1: I was just thinking that in my mind. I'm like, that's probably not the way to word it. Cause that's where this is all coming from. It's me thinking I'm being lazy, but yeah, you need some downtime,
0: Right. Let's call it, let's call it recharging or something. You know, it's like nobody can just go 24 hours a day. Like I I've learned, I have a maximum of six hours of creative work in me a day. I can maybe do chores for another two or three hours a day maybe work out for an hour, maybe cook dinner. Like I'm wiped out at that point. There's nothing else. <laughs> like I got nothing, <laughs> you know, it's like, and it's, but I don't just go to bed when I'm tired, you know, cause you need just downtime. Yeah, totally. So let's not feel guilty about it. <laughs> yeah, true. I need to, yeah,
1: I need to, yeah maybe plan out when I'm going to have my downtime and just understand that that is time for me and it doesn't need to be productive. It doesn't need to be doing yoga or meditating or reading a self help book. I can just do whatever I want to do.
0: Right. You don't have to keep trying to make yourself a better person.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think also another thing is, um, maybe not making dinner enough. And so I'm always eating like snacky food. And so I feel like, I just keep eating because it's like, oh, some chips and then some cookies and, and like just snacks. And when if maybe I actually put the work into a dinner and made, I don't know, something that I can just sit down at the table and eat. I think that's a big
0: change that I need to make. Oh, that's a lovely idea.
1: Yeah. Even if I'm by myself, I just tend to cook in these huge portions, even when I'm alone. <laughs> I think that would help is just focusing on mindful eating a bit more. I know I've read about it, but I just can't seem to get it to stick. But maybe setting up a place in my kitchen or in my table that I have dinner at. I just always grab my phone and start reading stuff. I I have a very hard time just sitting there and eating, even though I say I love food.
0: (laughs) It sounds like you have a hard time just sitting in general.
1: Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, that sounds right. (laughs)
0: It's like, yeah, I like I can hear the anxiety in your voice talking like you still want to fill the time with something productive. Yeah, it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I just so I just want you to be aware that that is an impulse you have. Okay,
1: yeah, I think that's 100 percent true.
0: And I'm going to guess that that impulse has gotten you pretty far in life.
1: Well, yeah, I've done some things that I'm proud of and happy with.
0: Like you're uh, in school, you're. I can tell you're very intelligent and you're very hardworking and you're constantly working to get, make yourself even better. you meditate and you work out and you want to cook more and all these things. Like you're great.
1: Yeah. I think um, part of why I put so much pressure on myself is that like, I want to be a dietitian someday and I want to be able to help people. And then I have all this shame around like my own problems. And I don't know, like, how to help people if I'm overeating all the time and I'm supposed to be a dietitian or I'm supposed
0: to oh imposter people. syndrome, yeah <laughs> another so. good one. that's another one that we all like keep busy, man. You'll fix it eventually <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think just like reaching out to you and just keep learning more about like how to help myself, then I'll get there
0: so that's that impulse again, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> So this is what I was trying to, um, trying to get at was, so I, I, want to totally acknowledge that that is a impulse that can be very helpful. Okay. Right. So I don't like, so there's no reason to beat yourself up for it. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. But there are times in your life where it's not helping you. Yeah
1: because I'm not giving myself enough time to myself. Which you need.
0: Yes. Especially with all those other lofty goals you have.
1: Yeah. And I guess I, yeah, I tried to say that, like I said, that like exercise is my me time, but I think that's not good enough for me. I think I need some time where I'm not doing anything because exercise is still a way of bettering myself, you know?
0: Exactly. Mm -hmm. And and I would just like to point out that it's really, really hard for you to do this.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: <laughs> like you can't even like for two seconds like consider just not doing something. I mean, like I mean, it's 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 a it's a healthy impulse. Like I was saying to, you know, want to fill it with something good and healthy and productive. But like you're not lacking for good, healthy, productive things in your life. You're doing them all. I mean, maybe you could cook more. I, I'm a big supporter of that, but <laughs> but um. You know, I just, I'm just trying to help you see like this pattern that you're, that you're in. Yeah. I think what you're saying makes sense. And that nothing has to be done about it. Yeah. And kind of just making room mm-hmm. for that anxiety. Cause that's what it is. And just saying like, yep, like this anxiety. Thank you. Anxiety. You've been, you've been great. We're going to take the night off. You know, not with the goal of getting it to go away, just sort of making room for it and letting it be there, Um, you know, and, and, and and doing nothing anyway.
1: Yeah, I think I can maybe do that. I guess I'm just like, I keep thinking like, I'm not where I want to be yet. So that's where that impulse comes from is that there's, there's always more to do.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: But. You're right. I am doing a lot. I'm doing a lot more than a lot of people that I'm friends with or know. So I shouldn't be so hard on myself because I am doing a lot already every day and every week. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not a competitive person. I mostly just feel like I'm in competition with myself.
0: That's what it sounds like. Yeah. You know, it sounds like you have really high expectations for yourself and you, you know, you can achieve things. It sounds like you've had some, you have a growth mindset which I love. Um, you know, it sounds like, you know, that if you work hard and if you apply yourself and if you, you know, there's all these ifs. And then if you do those things that you will achieve success and, and that, that works great for like schoolwork and stuff. Um, but, and but that's not going to get rid of your anxiety. Yeah. And the goal isn't to get rid of your anxiety. It's, it's totally natural to feel pressure and stressed and, desire like want to do things. And, and it's a habit. Like I have it too. Like when I actually, um, I don't know if you read, but uh, last year around this time I did a 10 day meditation retreat, a silent meditation retreat. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I kid you not, it took me like three days to for that leveling of anxiety that I should be doing something right now to go away. <laughs> yeah. I can't even imagine doing that. Like I was, I was in like the most beautiful nature in like northern california they were feeding me like amazing organic food i was meditating 13 hours a day i had no cell phone i didn't talk to any human beings and i still felt and like it's crazy because when you're in that situation you're so acutely aware of how your brain is like shouldn't i be doing something shouldn't i wait this isn't productive what should we be doing why are we here what's the point of this why can't we just go home and read a book like you know my brain is just like freaking out because, and I wouldn't have said I was an anxious person before going to this retreat, but but sitting and being alone in the silence with my brain made me realize I really, really was anxious. And I had this constant pressure of just myself, just me being me. You know, it took me like, like it, just, it was crazy that it took me three days for me to notice that that's what was happening and for it to like chill out a little bit. So it's not like, it's not necessarily a problem. It's pretty normal. But it's, it doesn't just, it's not just going to go away on its own. So the, and then if you try to fight it, like you'll end up doing things like actually avoiding it and overeating. Yeah. To make yourself not feel so bad. And then I feel worse. <laughs> and, and that's the key. Yeah. The key is that you think you're doing something like subconsciously in your brain, you're like rationalizing that this is like helpful somehow. But it's not. What you're really doing is avoiding anxiety.
1: Yeah. It sounds like we got somewhere for sure. That sounds right. I guess just giving myself space to feel it instead of avoiding it. Because, yeah, I definitely end up just feeling shittier when I eat because then I feel like, oh, I'm not aligned with my goals and completely opposite of being productive again.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So it's going to be hard to remember (laughs) this. (laughs) Um, especially when you're alone in your apartment and you're hungry.
1: Yeah. I think just, um, making myself something to eat, having a good portion size. And then like, sometimes I just feel like I need to like, like I wasn't satisfied with my meal cause it was like too healthy. So then I have to have something like sweet, which I think it's okay to just allow myself to do that, but have like a normal portion size of dinner. And then if I want to have something sweet or a treat after then just go for
0: it. But eating at the table not in front of the TV. Yeah, and maybe even plan those things in advance. That just feels like dieting again though. I'm I'm saying planning an indulgence in advance. Oh yeah, okay. No, mm-hmm. like like um, you know, be like, "Oh, tonight I'm going to make yeah, whatever you want to make for dinner and then I'm also going to go to my favorite place and buy one of those whatever brownies that I like and have it." Yeah. Yeah. And that's going to be my treat and then If I'm not satisfied, I'm going to take a bath because that's plenty of food. (laughs)
1: Yes, (laughs) definitely, and I will feel full for sure. (laughs) Like I know that I feel full.
0: (laughs) So another thing I I would like you to do uh, next time this happens is is try to notice that same feeling uh, that you you, when you were describing scheduling doing nothing. Mm -hmm. It's that feeling. Look for it yeah. While, while, especially, I mean, there's a good chance that like, despite our talking right now, this might happen once or twice again. <laughs> if, if you feel that, just be aware of it and realize what's going on. I,
1: I think I can do that. I think now that I've like, feel what's going on and it's been like, kind of pointed out to me, I feel like it'll be easier to understand a bit more what's going on at the time. Right. Maybe I just had to talk through it.
0: Well, what happens is you get stuck in, you know, when you're in the mode of uh, avoiding that feeling, you're, all you can do is eat, right? You've, you've told me that. Yeah. So if you can just notice it and even like kind of thank it or just acknowledge it and be like, okay, that's, name it, just name it. There, there, there it is. There's the anxiety. It's right here in my the butterflies in my abdomen and maybe take that breath. It gives you a little bit of a pause and gives you a little bit of an opportunity to potentially tr- choose a path that you're, that is more aligned with your values.
1: Yeah, that definitely sounds doable and sounds like a good idea because like I have been better even this past week, but I'm just scared that it's going to happen again. <laughs>
0: but. And if it does happen again, it's okay.
1: Yeah. That's true. <laughs> there's no point dwelling on it.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a habit that you've had for a while. You, you have this anxiety. You, you Breaking habits is hard. And you don't, it, it's going to be hard because it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, there's really nothing you can replace. It, you know what I mean? It's not like, <laughs> it's not like you can like replace your morning donut with like eggs. It's not that, like, that's not what we're dealing with. Yeah. You, you, you're avoiding a feeling. So the only, you can't like replace it with a different feeling. All you can do is be okay with that feeling. So you don't have to avoid it.
1: Yeah. And I don't think uh, replacing it with anything like else that I feel like I don't get to just have my, I forget what we're calling it, not lazy, but have my me time. If I replace it with anything that I feel like is sort of productive, then I'm not going to feel like I had my me time.
0: Yeah. There are a few things. I mean, we could maybe brainstorm a little bit if you'd like. Um, if you want to think of something other than TV that feels super relaxing, like I know, um, a lot of people and myself included, I really enjoy like saunas and, um, my, I don't know if there's like a gym or something at your school that has a sauna or, um, or even just a hot bath or shower, like that can sometimes be incredibly soothing. And it doesn't feel like meditating or something that like, <laughs> you're know, you like behaving.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. good. Yeah. I do have access to like a sauna and stuff. It's just not very close to my house. Like my part of my problem is, is that I don't drive. And so everything seems like so much effort to get to it. Mm. But especially at night, I really don't like being out in the dark.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, what, is there anything at your, at, at your house? The only thing I can really think of is reading.
1: I think I just need to like, like, I really like Jodi Picoult books. So maybe I know she just came out with a new one. So getting a book that I enjoy reading, thats doesn't feel like I'm doing something to better myself. I'm just reading because I like reading.
0: That sounds like a fantastic idea.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the other things I do, but they're all feeling like they're things that I think I have to do.
0: (laughs) And just to be clear, like you don't have to like feel like two or three days a week you have to do this if you don't need it. Yeah. You know, what, what, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm trying to help you do is realize that your, your behavior, it's, it's an avoidance behavior. Um, And it sounds like it's, you're avoiding just anxiety of having to do stuff, but you might decide that like, but but you're also in a habit, right? In a pattern because you, you don't get downtime a lot, but you might decide that like, actually, I only need an off night once a week. And then maybe the other night you will decide you want to study or whatever. Yeah. As long as it's your choice, it's fine.
1: That makes sense. Yeah. Sometimes I guess I'm just always avoiding It's. I think it's when I I, I go to school for eight hours and sometimes it's just like eight hours straight. And then I just, I guess I, I'm a, I know I have homework to do, but I'm avoiding it because my brain's exhausted. Yeah. Those are actually probably when it happens the most is I come home and then I just get in sucked into the couch and <laughs> Just only get up to get food.
0: <laughs> I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But also, but also if, you've ne- if you never have any downtime, like your brain right now thinks, I'm never having downtime again. So I'm going to eat until I'm sick, so I get some. Yeah. But if you started giving your brain regular breaks, it might not be so trigger happy.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. Without feeling guilty about it. <sighs> exactly. Cause I think, yeah, hanging out with my boyfriend, it's like, that is kind of a break, but then I do feel guilty sometimes doing that. But I need to not feel guilty over it.
0: Okay. But you can't, you can't change your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Just acknowledge your guiltiness and thank it. Thank it for reminding you that you, there's plenty of work to do, but you know that already. Take the night off guilt. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> this is hard stuff. <laughs> You did good work. You did good work of um of digging and and being honest and and coming up with ideas for diffusing these feelings.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I've really been wanting to get more to the bottom of it.
0: So do you feel like do you feel like you have a strategy to move forward with? I do. I feel like I
1: can feel the feeling more. I know what the feeling feels like. And so like you said just like breathing into that and leaving the space for it and just feeling it before I decide to go on like a big binge. And if I feel it, um, yeah, I guess just letting myself feel the feeling and accepting that and not need, feeling like I need to change it.
0: Yeah. Cool. Good job. <laughs> it seems. Yeah. It's global. it's hard. It's easier said than done. So also don't beat yourself up if it doesn't work the first few times.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because I read something that said right every time, but then I just. That, that sounds that. like more homework. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I did not like that. I haven't done it at all. <laughs> and then I think eating at the table is going to make a big difference too. And saving my TV time for my downtime with my boyfriend. Sounds great. Yeah, it does. <laughs> all right.
0: Good luck. And definitely keep me posted. I'd love to hear how it goes for you. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Shelby. Thanks for listening to the Foodist Podcast. I'm Daria Rose. And if you're interested in upgrading your own health style, learning how to get healthy and lose weight without dieting and without all of the suffering that it brings, then head over to my website, Summer Tomato, and sign up for my weekly newsletter. When you sign up, you'll get a free starter kit that'll teach you the basics of how to start changing the way you think about food, health, and weight loss. You'll also get a free chapter from my book, Foodist, called The Myth of Willpower that explains the science behind why the no pain, no gain mantra of the weight loss industry is the absolute worst approach to getting healthy. So come over to Summer Tomato and sign up. We have a fantastic community and we would love, love, love to have you. Thanks for listening and I will see you next time.